Welcome, friend. This is I Need Thee Every Hour, a podcast dedicated to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You are listening to your ministering sister, Casey Mills. All right, I am back for part two of this blended family dynamics episode. Excuse me. I left off talking about uh, just some of the basic struggles that you deal with in a in a household and uh, with and as I as excuse me as a parent um, you know I mentioned the sibling sibling rivalry and the disputes the more kids you have the more it just expounds on these things or excuse me it um, it grows exponentially is, is how I wanted to say it um, when you have more people but then add in a step situation or half sibling situation. It just makes it even harder, um, and then and then like I said, when we're dealing with uh, hormonal um, issues uh, with with kids, and um, you know, you, you, there's any number of things that can be a factor in um, kids just not getting along or or having a short temper. You know, I I know certainly my kids have uh, dealt with <clears throat> a lot of trauma, and so I'm trying to be sensitive to those kinds of things. And you know, my husband is in a tough position because he because my my children's father is in another state and he's not uh you know he communicates um with with my kids but he's not able to be an active father figure um he not that he really was even when my children were primarily living with him but you know but it's like my husband wants to be a father figure to them and and that's a hard thing as a as a step parent and i and i did mention that in the last uh, episode about the struggles that you deal with as a step parent where you see you know like i said i i saw my stepdaughter needing mothering but i wasn't quite able to do it because uh, she wouldn't allow it. Um, my my, I felt uh, stymied a bit by my. I think that's the right word that I want. I, I I kind of felt like my husband was kind of um, not quite allowing me to do it either. Um, and, and and you know, and I'm not saying that he's not doing his best. Obviously, we we are definitely all doing our best. But it was something that came up as a as a source of contention between he and I, um, because I I wanted. You know, I, I wanted to be able to parent her in a, in a different way than I was able to. But I was, you know, the whole wicked stepmother uh, title is is one of those things. It kind of gave me a different perspective on um, on the story of Cinderella. Uh, you know, they 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 portray her as being pretty awful, and <laughs> and she definitely is pretty awful in there. Um, but you know, I. I, I worry about that kind of a thing affecting kids a bit because I remember <laughs> I remember being uh, watching uh, I think it was the live action um, Cinderella movie I was watching it uh, with my stepdaughter uh, just her and I and I remember something the stepmom did to Cinderella was extra harsh and I just re- said to to my stepdaughter um, aren't you glad I'm not like that. And I was kind of expecting her, hoping that she would say, "Oh, totally, totally. You're you're not like that at all. That's great." You know, something like. And she was she was still kind of young, you know. So I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe that was uh, too high of an expectation to to put on her to to say something like that. But what she said to me was, she turned and she said, "Oh, my dad would not allow that." And that was quite interesting 
for me. I, uh, I, I definitely got a, a clear message from that. Um, I, I, because <laughs> as things have have progressed between her and I, and and actually more recently, she's she's been spending a lot more time with her mother, which I think has been very good for for everybody. Um, I think in in my mind, it it kind of made me feel like this. This kid isn't viewing me the way I would like her to, and I'm not sure what I've done, uh, what I've done wrong, or if if I could have done anything differently. You know, I I mean, there are things. I, I, it, that's a whole nother episode or two um, about the the mistakes that I feel like I've made uh, that um, maybe, maybe my husband has made. Uh, you know, along the way, I just the bottom line is our intentions were great. I mean, I obviously I, I can only speak for my husband uh, so well because I'm, I'm not in his brain. Uh, you know, I know what I feel from him and I know the kind of person he is. Um, we've, I've known him a long time and, um, and we've been together, uh, we've been married seven years now. And um, I just, I, I you know, I, I know what kind of a person he is, um, you know, but I know that even with the best intentions, things can still go wrong. Uh, mistakes can still be made, and the Lord can help us. You know, when we're when we're trying to be careful and and prayerful. Um, but I but I do think the Lord allows us to make decisions and, and make mistakes, and and uh, you know because because when we do, we turn to Him. I mean, it, it's true. I, I want to say that I, that I'm, uh, you know, forever uh, thankful, and that I'm constantly praying prayers of gratitude, um, praying for for people, even uh, even when when things are good. Um, but I'm not the greatest at it. I don't, you know, I don't know anybody that is. Um, and and so we we essentially need these trials and these mistakes and these things to drive us to our knees and to um, to take advantage of the atonement so that we can um, have repentance. And I, I need it. I definitely need it. I need it every week. Um, and um, yeah, anyway, um, so that, that brings me to one of the other um, items I wanted to mention about basic struggles with which is just discipline. I mean even in a even in a you know typical uh, bio family you 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 might the parents might not agree on how to discipline their kids. Maybe certain discipline works with some kids and and not with others. Um but and, and you have different personalities and you have different needs and um uh, personalities uh, button heads and things and so you know like I said just adding more people to that and adding step and half situations you know I, I'll have I'll have you know from my perspective I'm going easier on my stepdaughter than than uh, than my kids and and in my husband's perspective maybe I'm not uh, going maybe I'm being too hard on his daughter um, you know and then and then from my kids perspective I'm I'm going too easy on my little uh, boys and I'm having to remind them you know they're they're pretty little and I'm pretty sure I wasn't harsh 
uh, to you when you were that age. So, you know, of course, they don't remember being four, so they don't know what kind of a parent I was to them, uh, you know, at age four. They're just having to take my word for it. But, you know, and, and I know that that kind of stuff happens even in, in, in regular families. Maybe the, the older uh, siblings feel like the parents are going to going too easy on the younger siblings because because you know I mean I'm I'm getting close to 40 and and I don't have the, <laughs> the same energy that I did when my older kids were little and um you know there's just anyway anyway I'm kind of rambling a little bit I apologize so you know the discipline thing has been a real challenge and I think um, what I finally kind of came to a conclusion about was that uh, from from my research and and I will say this uh, those that don't already know this when you're in a step situation the step parent cannot be the primary disciplinarian it just doesn't work I'm sorry I, I don't care who you are I would be hard-pressed to find anyone that the it's the step parent doing the disciplining and it's working out fantastically because it's not it doesn't like I said even it didn't matter how loving I was uh, toward my stepdaughter. Um, once I started trying to uh, discipline her in any way, I was the devil, and it did not go well. It really didn't go well. And uh, there was definitely times where she needed disciplining, and you know, and that was a hard thing when my husband would be away at work uh, for the day, and I'm the one in charge, and I think I needed him to. I don't know, do more somehow. I, I don't know, uh, have a way that he could do some kind of disciplining when he got home. But I know he didn't want to do that with her. I know that that was hard for him. And so then it just put me into a position where any discipline I did, I was having to work 10 times as hard. Um, and uh, and I'm almost having to justify my discipline with him because, you know, it's like, well, who am I, right? I'm not her mom. Um, but I'm having to deal with uh, the dynamic between uh, children. And um, anyway, it was really, really hard. And so um, I'm, I'm glad to not be having to deal with that anymore. We've uh, finally come to a situation where she uh, spends a lot more time with, with her mother and she spends a lot more one-on-one -on -one time with uh, her dad now. And he, and uh, when she is with our entire family, um, I've I've made sure that it's when my husband is around because then she seems to uh, be on her best behavior and she is happiest. And so I just said I, I need her to be happy because it just is very hard when she's not. And um, so anyway, so we've, we so basically it took a lot of years to figure it out that I needed to. Okay, if a step parent has to discipline and has to step in, okay, right? Like obviously there's just going to be scenarios where a step parent has to step in, you know, and, and lay down the law, but um but the vast majority of the time, if at all possible, the step parent cannot be the disciplinarian. And I and I'm glad I figured that out before my husband was put into a position where he was going to be having to discipline my children um because I know that it would not have gone over well, just the same as it didn't go over well with between uh, me and my stepdaughter. I know she she was writing in her journals that she hated me and um it was and it it was it was hurtful. It was hard. Um and but I but I but I knew what needed to happen was uh, so something drastic needed to change. And so that's why I, I, I was kind of uh, wanting to draw boundaries and, and say I, I cannot be the one disciplining her anymore. It has to be her dad when she is in our home. And uh, any disciplining that needs to happen for my children needs to come from me and not from my husband. Um, and, you know, just just um, end of story, right? Like that's just how it has to be because my kids um, feel something different from me uh, than they do from from their stepdad. No matter how much he loves them, how much he shows it, it's just different. 
And and when we view children in that in that way and we do not have too high expectations for them, things go a lot more smoothly. When you when even even with adults, when you identify where someone is at, when you're able to step out of your step out of your own brain and 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 put yourself in someone else's shoes and say where is this person coming from what is this person dealing with what kind of traumas have they dealt with what 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 is their personality what what might they be feeling right now and when you can do that then you can handle things in a better way and but that takes practice that takes a lot of prayer and a lot of practice and it's not easy and i'm not saying i'm perfect at it but i'm trying every every day to um, to try to parent each of my kids in the way that they need to be parented and um, but make sure that they all know that my husband is is my is my number one and um, they are my children they are my my uh, my precious uh, pieces of my heart um, but my husband is uh, is is uh, is our uh, provider and protector and he is my best friend and my my eternal companion and so he he deserves love and respect from my children and from me and um and my children deserve my my love and my nurturing and it's it's not easy and i'm so so grateful so grateful that i get to be uh an at-home parent that i get to be a stay-at-home mom to my children um it is it is wonderful. It is such a huge blessing. Like I've said before, I've been a single mom. I've been a working mom. I've been a working mom trying to do school and take care of my kids uh, as much as I could. And uh, that was that was hard. That was really hard because I wanted to be raising them. I didn't want to be in the workplace. Um, you know. Anyway, the other thing that I wanted to mention is there is a bit of an age gap. So my my as I mentioned my the gate excuse me the age gap gauge the age gap between my youngest daughter and my um son uh, my my the oldest of my three little boys um is a four year gap and so my understanding from my research is that when there's a four four year or more gap um in 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 siblings, it can kind of start the um, uh, dynamic over again of oldest, middle, youngest. And so that can kind of add a little bit of a, a power struggle in there where my my youngest daughter is very much used to being the youngest and kind of being the baby of the family. And that has a certain kind of personality that goes along with it, certain kind of expectation. And so for her, I think she does, because her personality lends itself a little better to to um, acting like a big sister, she seems to do okay with it. She's had her struggles, but she does she does a pretty good job at, at being a good big sister, and I'm grateful for that. Um, I think that was a little hard, a little bit harder for my stepdaughter um, because she not only would have been in the position of well because she she had an only child kind of a dynamic going on for her and that can almost end up being like a like a youngest child like a baby of the family kind of a thing so I think being a big sister was was a little harder for her um, also she she um, is a is a um, high energy and um, n- needing needing um a lot of uh, attention and um and so because of the dynamic between um her 
between her parents and being in a divorce situation, an only child in a divorce situation, um, she, it, there was very much a, an empty cup needing to be filled. And so, and so sharing a, a tension with younger brothers was, was not always an easy thing for her to do. Um, so, so that made it hard. That, that, that made it hard when I'm expecting her to be more of a, a, a big sister, take on more of a big sister role and be a little more um, selfless. Uh, that, that wasn't always so easy for her to do. I will say something that I felt helped with my my um, the young my youngest daughter um, to help her to kind of um, not act as jealous of um, the attention I was giving my younger boys. Um, she she needed a little bit of a break from being at school all day. We we found a schooling option that was pretty much an online school. They called it a micro school. And <clears throat> excuse me. And what was nice about it is she she had the option of going to a location um, to do her her schooling with with peers um, around around her age. And one of my um, other daughters was uh, um, older daughters was doing it as well. And so they were kind of doing it together and they were able to do their work, like I said, either go to that location, which had very few kids. So it just was a smaller group. It was anyway, pretty awesome. And I can talk about that more in another episode that I really appreciated that schooling option. Um, but but she was able to be home with me and do her schoolwork at home with me um, also. And, and we got to spend a little more quality time together that way. And she also got to spend time with me and the boys and helped me in a way that she hadn't been able to before when her older sisters were around because my oldest daughter is very much an oldest daughter and she is like a I, I call her a little mama. She's a she's a second mom um to everybody. And um and I try to not I try to not put too too much on her, too much expectation. It's hard though. I think an old, I think oldest daughters um, tend to take on too much, whether it's put on them or not. Um, but I, I I do my best to um, make sure that she has time to herself and gets to have time with friends. And um, and I and we we pay her well when she babysits. And uh, you know, and 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 others of my daughters get to babysit as well and, and get paid for it as well. So so everybody kind of gets a turn, um, which <laughs> anyone who knows my little boys, uh, they they are quite a handful. <laughs> so I, I frequently like to have more than one of my kids um, tag team it to, to babysit. It just makes things <laughs> a lot easier. I, I know how I feel uh, that it, it's hard sometimes by myself. And uh, it's, it's getting easier, though. They're, they're getting older. They're six, five, and four, and they're all uh, completely toilet trained now. Hallelujah. Um, so that's so we're definitely able to go out and do more um, more freely. So that's really, really nice. Um, but anyway, so so, yeah. So when when you have a bit of an age gap there. So my older kids uh, tend to especially because they they spent quite a quite a lot of time away from uh, me and, and my boys and so they didn't get to really grow up with them the way 
you know, the way you would in, in, a, in a typical family situation. And so then older siblings just kind of go with the flow and it's like, okay, this is my little sibling. And, and, and you know, you expect them to be a little more patient. You expect them to be a little more loving, be a little more bonded, right? Um, but my older kids didn't didn't quite get that same thing with them that that they could have. And so even though I know that they love them, they all love each other. I know that and I feel that. But there's still things that kind of come into play sometimes. And I'm like, is this something that's just normal sibling type, you know, issues? Or is this because there's a gap, there's an age gap, there's a there's a, a, a biological gap, you know? Um, but I do try my best to help everybody to think outside themselves, especially my older kids and say, look, they're, they're just, they're just little boys, you know, and, and they've got very different personalities than, than, than what my older kids, you know, are used to dealing with. And although it is funny, I do like pointing out to them the similarities and say, you get mad at him for doing that, but you do the exact same thing. You know, or you did do the exact same thing and you just didn't have an older sibling to point it out to you and get frustrated with you about it. So, yeah. Anyway, like I said, I, I like to call people out on, on their crap. So anyway, um, and then and then. OK, so so we've got the the older older crew versus younger crew. We've got the the, the age gap. We've got, you know, a, a kid that was the youngest is now technically a, a, a middle child, even though they're a big sibling. They got to act like a big sibling. Uh, you know, where do I belong? Right. Uh, how, how are we supposed to act with each other? Who's in charge? Who's not in charge? You know, it's just anyway. And I got to frequently remind everybody I'm in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's in charge. You will listen to me. Um, then we have the issue of the difference in gender, okay? And my oldest son, incidentally, is a lot like my husband. They are so similar, it's eerie. And so he he just kind of gets my, my husband just kind of gets my son. And so so that's been really helpful to me, because especially with him, you know, just barely turning 16 and, you know, he's grown into a young man. And, you know, and I know, you know, men, men and young men want respect and they don't they don't want their mom telling them what to do and they don't want to, you know, they want to start figuring out their independence. And uh, anyway, it, it's it's hard. It's hard. And uh, and and for him, he's he's kind of more of a, a go with the flow kind of a personality. Um, you know, my sister, my sisters, my his sisters, my daughters are, are a bit more like me, bit bit more, um, uh, you know, emotional, holding on to grudges. And I think and I think some of that comes into play in general anyway with with the two genders. In general, uh, boys and men tend to let things go quicker. Uh, girls and women tend to hold on to things uh, longer, take things more personally. Um, and so there's been there's been some kind of uh, there's been a bit of a, you know, dis disagreements on things and, and and a little bit of a separation that I don't think my my older kids had anticipated that my son is kind of uh, kind of doing more of his own thing, whereas my daughters are kind of, you know, know have banded together a little bit more now and um and I just have to explain to him well okay for one he's growing into a young man but you know he's a guy like guys are different than girls in this way and you, you just gotta if, if he doesn't agree with you on stuff like that just that doesn't mean that he's that he's wrong that doesn't mean that he's not being himself that that uh he's just figuring stuff out on his own and he's 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 metabolized the past differently than his sisters. And 
And I remember having a similar experience with my one of my brothers because I was the youngest of six kids. Uh, was excuse me, still am the, the youngest of six kids. Um, and my 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 older three sisters are ten, nine, and eight years older than me. And then I had two brothers, have two brothers, and then myself. And so in, in a ten year span there. And um, my so when when my my next older brother and I were still living at home, and my parents um, went through a divorce. There there was a bit of drama um, that surrounded that, and even leading up to the divorce. And I remember feeling so frustrated with my brother that he wasn't as angry as I was about the same things. He didn't seem angry at all. He seemed totally just like whatever about it. And I was, I was, I was mad. I was disappointed. I was feeling all these emotions and he just wasn't feeling anything. And I just was like, who are you? Are you not living in the same house as me? Like, I just didn't get it. And at some point, someone must have schooled me on it. And so I did the same thing, especially for my oldest daughter, because she and she and my oldest son uh, were, uh, are like twins. Um, and so I think for her that that was especially hard when when he didn't seem to agree with her on things. Um, and I just said, you know, not only do you guys have two completely different personalities, you have two completely different genders. And that is something that you have to wrap your brain around, not only as you uh, have a relationship with your brother, but in the future with your spouse. You, you're men and women are so different. And, uh, you know, you know, like I said, even even with me and my husband as as similar as we are, and as much as we get along and, and and agree on on things and uh, just kind of feel real similarly about stuff. We still have <laughs> different reactions to things sometimes where it's just like, whoa, okay, yeah, you're you're a guy. <laughs> and he's like, whoa, yeah, you're you're totally a girl. You know, it's just it's just funny. It's funny how that stuff still comes into play. And that's why I just think it's so beautiful that my kids are getting to have this experience <laughs> and have these struggles with their siblings. Get it out of your system so that when you get married one day you can <laughs> you you don't have to go through this stuff the hard way. Learn this stuff the hard way with your spouse. You can just get it and just be like, you know what? <laughs> You're just being a guy and, and guys just don't get it. And, you know, whatever, right? <laughs> but I love you anyway. <laughs> anyway, just kind of funny to think about. And I am grateful for that. And I try to point that out to my, to my kids. I, I say, you know, you might think, hey, it'd be a lot easier if there weren't so many of us. I said, but it would be so boring. <laughs> we just laughed and laughed. And they did. They had to agree. They said, you know, I wouldn't have it any any other way. And, and I just think that's beautiful. And I said, you got to be able to think those things and acknowledge those things. That's the only way we'll get through it. Humor. That's the only way we'll get through it. Humor in the Lord. <laughs> that That is a, a, a talent and a blessing from the Lord to have humor. I do believe he has humor too. I, I believe he he has a, a, a royal sense of humor. Um, I, I just wanted to say, I, I'm, I'm almost out of time on, on this episode too, but I, I did want to uh, leave you with a, a thought that I had about you know, I'm dealing with all this stuff, and I and, and like I said, I don't I don't say these things. I don't want people to feel sorry for me or think I'm like amazing or whatever, right? Because I'm just I'm I'm just a normal person. But I I think what what I know helps me, and what I know 
is something that helps everybody. The superpower that you have at your disposal is Christ's power. The the power that our Heavenly Father can bless us with when we ask for it and when we practice it. And I wanted to leave you with a just a, there there's there's an idea of a term that I like to use is bandwidth. Okay, that seems to be super applicable. I can't talk. Applicable is this idea of bandwidth. And I feel like there are times when I'm like, I do not have the bandwidth for this. Or I feel like I don't know how I, I had the bandwidth for that. And I know that that's, that is the Lord blessing me. That is it, like to a T. When, when he blesses me, I, I have the bandwidth for anything. And when I'm asking for these blessings, and I know that there's a lot of blessings that he's waiting for us to ask for, okay? And so what it made me think of is this awesome, awesome scripture in the Doctrine and Covenants, uh, which is a book of scripture to be used in conjunction with the Book of Mormon, which is another testament of Jesus Christ and the Holy Bible. They are all uh, meant to be used uh, together. They support each other and uh, and are meant to be used together. And there's a verse that I love in the Doctrine and Covenants, uh, section 84, and the verse is 88. And whosoever receiveth you, there will I be also. For I will go before your face. I will be on your right hand and on your left. And my spirit shall be in your hearts and mine angels round about you to bear you up. And that was the promise of the Lord. And that is the promise that he gives to all of us. And I do know that he blesses me every day, all day long, all night long. And I do try my best to um, say my prayers and ask for help and for myself and for others. And um, I would encourage you to uh, try every day to do better. Um, we all need to strive every day to uh, read our scriptures and say our prayers and invite the Spirit into our lives and into our homes, and into our families, um, because like I said, things, things are hard enough. We don't need things to be any harder than they already are, and we need, just like the title of, of this podcast, we need Him every hour. And that is always, always my goal, and I pray that it's everyone else's goal uh, as well. Uh, and thank you for listening. Thank you for bearing with me. And I hope you will join me again next time. Thank you. Thank you.